And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Sunday, April 2nd. My birth- sister's birthday, I should say. Happy birthday to Grace. Oh, happy there birthday. There you go. Uh, and a couple days after the Celtics took down the Utah Jazz, a couple days before a big game against the Philadelphia 76ers, who a little sneak peek at the rat list later. Rats for losing to the Bucks right now. You can't even get up for that game. L Sixers. They, they uh, are losing but- as we're recording. Yeah, not even – I mean, last time I looked, they were down 16 or so. So People are even. like, why don't why don't people take Philly seriously? Well, this is why. Down eight now, though, so they're cutting in a little well, bit. Yeah, you know, look, look. Come on, yeah. Get back up, Philly. Let's do it. But uh, I've spent most of my day playing MLB The Show because Sam had me download the game, and I, I've been hooked ever since. I'm, I've, I'm grinding the challenges. I'm getting some players. I just got a diamond – I forget his name. Uh, he's a Red Sox player, Joe something. He's like an older player, so I don't like remember off the top of my head, but he's like a, a DH slash outfielder. He's nice. Jim Rice. Diamond play. Jim Rice. Yep, I think so. Uh, in the lineup for me. So building the squad. I'm still not great, but we're getting there. Well, I'm, as uh, they say, good. a terrible friend because I have essentially uh, introduced Jack to crack, and now he's going to be distracted from everyday <laughs> activities like work, writing articles, uh, doing the important things in his life. Yes. And instead, he's going to want to turn his Xbox on and uh, move like a little zone so he can hit. Correct. And it's all, it's all he's doing. doing. Yeah, hey, no complaints here, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It uh, is fun. Get you through great. the summer when they – no basketball, mm-hmm. that's what you do. You sit down do that all day. The, uh, the co-op play has been really fun, too, so far. That's been yeah. awesome. I've been actually having a great time with that. Uh, not so well for Frank. Frank, by the way, <laughs> good friend of mine. Frank is so uh, bad that Jack and I will say, Frank, you don't run $50 a piece. <laughs> and he proceeds to swing at the pitch in the dirt. <laughs> My the- favorite was today. was today. So that's Sam's thing. And today I decided to match it. And so Frank gets up, gets up to that. This is like a, a decent, like, timing wise too because like we're down three runs in like seventh inning or something like we need to make a comeback two runners on if frank hits it tie game yeah <laughs> usually goes, it's like i don't i don't do it just like in any situation like big situation like he's mm-hmm. already pressing as it is then i'm like all right 50 bucks frank <laughs> my favorite today we, we i i go i match it <laughs> and you just see the nastiest slider come out all the way to the right not even close to the not zone and, and frank swings but the player just like dives at it and like like jerks across screen then you just hear frank fuck <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know uh he uh, used to play like at a desk kind of like the one i'm sitting at and you could mm-hmm. like he would like mess up and then he would like just drop his controller and it would be a big thud <laughs> like he was slamming the desk that That's that was the in. best when he would oh play 2k God. frank frank is an all-time rage <laughs> individual like when you get him upset oh. on xbox it's there aren't very many people that are great like that <laughs> like That's mount awesome. rushmore of angry xbox video game guys Frank. I'm an I'm an also an angry Xbox video game guy, but I've been I've been more mellowed out lately. Like when we used to play 2K, 2K is the one like that a, gets me. Absolutely, we used, I used to sit in the chair, uh, and 
like I'd get mad and the chair was like, it was like a recliner. So it had like flat sides. So I would just bang it. And one time I banged it so hard. I felt my wrist pop. I'm like, that's fuck. That's not good. Oh, I banged the desk <laughs> today. And I was like, that could have been real bad. Like I missed like the, like the bone part of my hand. Yeah. 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 Here, and I was like, Ooh, don't yeah, do that. This little, this little bone yeah. right here. Yeah. No, you it. don't want to do that. Not fun, but no MLB has been fun so far. No, no raging me for me. I yet to win in online mode yet. Well, no, I won battle royale, but like I've only played one ranked diamond dynasty game and I lost because I, it was like, I first booted up the game. I had no good cards and they paired me against like just stacked. It's messed all up. Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it their way of saying fun. put your credit card into the disc tray and just <laughs> yeah. buy some packs. Literally have not done that yet though. Have not gone. You don't have to into it. Yeah. You just play. I will say I am kind of brain dead though. Cause for the longest time, you know those challenges you do, like the the offline challenges where you grind and you get the card. Yeah. I did that once, and then I forgot where it was, and so I was like, "Oh, I guess that was just a one time thing," just because I didn't, I couldn't like find it in the menu, and I just found it again today. So I've been like grinding those yeah. the past two days. I just forgot that was a thing, and I've been doing like showdown and other dumb modes online when I could just be doing that. You want to talk about brain dead? Look no further than me. Uh, today at the gym. I go to a different gym today because I play basketball first, but I wanted to do the bike because my, my leg sure. has been stiff. I'm trying to get loose. So I do do the bike after basketball, do a half hour. And I don't often go to this gym. So I want to follow the rules. I am typically, well, let me say this. If you're using like a treadmill or a bike and you're sweating different than using like weights, typically not a wipe sure. the weight guy. Don't, don't really Why? think it's because like, I'm not sweating all over it. Like, if, if I'm, like, making a mess, like, if I'm sweating, like I was say, I'll wipe it down. I don't care. So I okay. wipe it down. Sure. Don't always wipe things down, but I do this. It's, it's an appropriate occasion for it. Okay. I, I finish my paper towel along the bike. I go to throw it away. Instead, I throw my AirPods case away. So I have to oh. take the cap off the trash can and dig through all white paper towels so that it doesn't oh. even stick out. And it's at the bottom of the garbage can. That's a disaster. It was terrible. There was only like two other people in there, but I was like, "Oh man, this is like really bad." <laughs> so it was probably it was probably like super sweaty in there too, like all the wet paper towels, all the yeah, like it's all like, well, they were all actually probably sneaky, like really clean because they used like the clean spray, wipe the stuff down, and then throw it away. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's probably so, fine. Like worst places for me to drop my AirPods, but I Still I was though. like, man, this is terrible. Disaster so I had, I had to dig through the trash can. First time ever using anything other than the basketball court at this facility. Oh. And I'm just, just in right where all the bikes are. <laughs> yeah, a lot that, of old that's people. A tough it's, not, it's not like you're around like people your age. You're not really trying to sure. impress anybody. Sure. Because, sure, I sure. mean, I, I just put on a clinic on this damn bike. You know? Yeah. 11, 11 and a half miles in a half hour. Don't mm. worry about How it. How was ball? Did, did we win? Did, or was it, was it good? Yeah, just session? two on twos, hustle. Nothing crazy today. We, we didn't enough. have our actual basketball today due to a tournament being played at the facilities, which is very lame. interesting. You know, you think we'd yeah. get priority. We're regulars. We don't even get like a punch card or anything for every What week. kind of tournament was it? Was it just like so sometimes like, it's like gymnastics, or... something weird? Oh, it wasn't even basketball tournament. Who knows? They use that gym. for It's a, like a big ass rec center. If you've never been, not you, so lame. The listeners. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's so lame. So lame. You ever... You have like friends that do gymnastics. I don't have friends that. There do was gymnastics, a guy at my high school but... that did it, and he was like built like a dad. He was just like on the team. Was he good though? I don't know. Like in oh, the yearbook, okay. like it's just like a picture <laughs> of all these like in shape girls and like the singlets, and it's just like him in a tracksuit just standing there. <laughs> I never did gymnastics. I will say I did actually play a sport in high school. I played tennis. I've probably talked about it on here. We were 
horrendous at tennis. So for, for those who, who are longtime listeners, so, you know, I did show choir in high school, which I mm. call Glee Club because it's easier to like, because when you say show choir, most people don't know what it is, right? Like most people wouldn't like immediately understand. And so right. people know what Glee Club is, but <clears throat> good friend of the show, Danny, mm. uh, who also did show choir, <clears throat> also played tennis. And so my senior year, they didn't have like enough players on the tennis team to like form a men's team. And so his solution was to recruit like six people from show choir. And so Sam can attest. I'm like, not, I'm not athletic, but I'm like coordinated. Like I know what I'm doing. I can. Yeah. You're serviceable. Exactly. I played sports as a kid. You know, I can know what I'm doing. Most show choir kids aren't necessarily the same level of hand-eye coordinated that me. If you want to put together a wagon of a team, look no further than the show choir. <laughs> yeah, like so... I actually don't know why GMs don't like go to like Glee shows <laughs> and recruit. Exactly, I will say I did get to play one duos match with my brother, which was pretty dope, and he was good. Henry was actually good, so he he like went on. He was a sophomore when he joined, and he like continued on and did like he, he was like one he played once by the time he was a senior and stuff so <laughs> shout out to him but we went it's kind of remarkable he stayed awake yeah <laughs> you love the knock that's we, like um, my favorite thing just we played, imagine him falling asleep everywhere <laughs> like he's on the court <laughs> and he's, he's just holding the racket but he's nodding off that's messed up <laughs> but uh we played um we played the way it works was you'd play against a team and you would do three singles matches and two doubles matches and whichever like town or school won three of the five, they get the point like that, that they win the match or the the day or whatever. And we played 18 of those days or matches or whatever. We went one in 17. (laughs) He got one. We did get one. It's better than me. My last two years of little league, my team (laughs) did not win a single game. Yeah. That's horrendous. Like I will Sam, say why that. did you stop playing baseball? That's why. If you play if you play <laughs> baseball for two years and you don't win a single game, like I was playing travel on the side and stuff, so like I was still like playing games. Mm-hmm. My first year of like our team being bad, I was on a good travel team, so it was okay. But then mm-hmm. not only was my little league team bad when I was 12, but my travel team was bad too. Oh, that's a disaster. So I was just standing out there watching people run around the bases. It's terrible. Yeah, that's tough. Kills your joy for the game. That is tough. I will say, though, back to tennis. At my high school, the tennis courts were right next to the basketball court. So it got to the point where we just tried. I tried to lose my matches quicker so we could just go play basketball. Because, like, we'd play basketball against, like, the other school. Like, just the people who weren't playing would go play pickup and stuff. And so we just started trying to lose as fast as we could so we could just go play basketball. When did we you did start well growing? But kind of all throughout high school. So, like, okay. I was four, I was 4'10", 4'11", as a freshman. That's the craziest then, thing ever. Because you're it's nuts. You Jack got like the NBA growth spurt, just like <laughs> he wasn't tall already. Yeah. Instead of like six foot to six eight, I went from four ten to six one. Yeah. Um, That's pretty crazy. Is that a record? <laughs> hey, I, 13, I count, 14 inches. I count my blessings, trust me. Uh but it would be kind of like, funny if you were stuck <laughs> like that, you'd be the bagel shrimp guy. Where I don't you, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. No, I'm Googling though. This guy. He's like in a bagel shop and he's obviously like like real self-conscious because he's small. Oh, I've seen him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he just starts yelling at somebody because they like smiled at him. (laughs) He makes a scene. Yeah, exactly. No, but I was like five, four by my sophomore year, five, five. And then I was like five, nine. Then I was like 
5'11 or something like that. Like I, I was like 5'10, 5'11 by the time I hit my senior year of high school. And it was like gradual each year. Um, probably the most from sophomore to junior year. And then I grew like a couple more inches in high school, or excuse me, college, like freshman year of college. And I was 6'1 and now I'm 6'1 and I think I'm done growing. Um, I hope not. Yeah, you're done. Kind of cool, but well, we're done. <laughs> well, guy can dream, NBA dream still, but you don't want to grow anymore. There's no benefit to that. Like as an adult that writes basketball, like what benefit is it to you that you're taller? Like I can dominate Sunday league even more. Well, it's it's not like you're not tall already. So like you, I, know, like, I know, I know, it's not like the the goal of being over six feet like some guys have that aren't six feet. Yeah, not there's anything wrong with that. Like short kings, <laughs> like you know, head nod. But more power to you. People want to be over six feet. Yeah, but like after no, a certain point, it becomes like a handicap, unless you're like <laughs> making millions of dollars playing basketball. Like if you I were suppose. just seven feet, but you weren't coordinated, that'd be a terrible life. Yeah, you'd hit I your guess. head all the time. You wouldn't have like a real shower. Your bed wouldn't fit. Mine doesn't fit, by the way. Uh, like it's terrible. Yeah, fair enough. Back to baseball. I want to talk about this too. Um, I was terrible. I, I was bad at baseball. It got to the point. So like, it, I don't know if they did this in your town, um, but like, did they have like, you know, you'd go from this level to this level. And then there was like yes. the majors and you had to like yeah. try out for the majors. And if you didn't make, it, you didn't make it right. For us, I think it was an age group. Okay. Yeah, no. So they, they had everyone played in prep. Everyone played in, or, or farm. Everyone played in the minors. And then once you were done with the minors, it was like 10 years old, right? You graduated the minors yeah. at 10 and then the, the majors was 10, 11, 12 or like nine. And then yes. 10, 11, 12 was yeah. the majors, right? But you had to make the majors. And if you didn't make the majors, you went to junior prep and then senior prep or like, like, like the farm you're in the farm leagues, right? You're oh, not, boy. you're not good enough. They had secondary leagues for teams, not in the majors. Um, and if you had a sibling in the majors, the team that was on your like that had your sibling got like top priority to pick you. Right. So like just to make it easier for parents and stuff. Right. Yes. And so I tried out for the majors first year that I was there, like not 10, nine years old, didn't make it, whatever. Second year, uh, a 10 year old trying out to be there as an 11 year old didn't make it. Right. Third year comes along. My brother, Henry's two years younger than me. Nasty, like great catcher at his age. Like he was, he was really good at baseball when he was younger. He like had a great arm. He could hit. So he gets in, <clears throat> gets into majors his first year. So I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I, I might have a chance to at least get it in my last year because Henry's there. Nope. <laughs> Didn't pick me. <laughs> Didn't, so you had to like be in like a low league while Henry was playing? Henry was a 10-year-old in the majors and I was a 12-year-old in the prep league. Yes. <laughs> Damn, you're like Thanasis. <laughs> Yeah, I, yes, exactly. Except I was, I was so bad. I wasn't even Thanasis. <laughs> yeah, like, well, no, that's on Henry, actually. Like, because if Henry was good enough, like, they'd he'd be like, I really want my brother on the team. And they'd be like, okay. And then Henry would <laughs> Henry take press conferences and be like, yeah, it's really important. Jack's here. He's really good for our team chemistry. And without him, it feels uh, like we're missing a piece. He didn't, he didn't have a choice. Henry's team was so good, though. His travel team, like, made it to states like three times in that age group, like from 10 to 12. Okay. Like they, they were, they were filthy. His travel teams, like when they were younger, like they, they would just kill everybody. They had like this one kid. He was super fast. They had Henry who would just, Henry was like gunning people out at second base, like every game, like no one could steal. My sister was really good catcher too. Like she played all throughout high school. Every, everybody catcher. got the genes. Yeah. I, I just didn't get the athletic genes. I was out there singing and dancing. It was, uh, it was well, one time, but back in my prime <laughs> when I was 10, I hit a home run to send us to the state final. Oh, that's goaded. Yeah, that, that's phenomenal. You it's on film. 
<laughs> we'll need we to bring the film somewhere. sometime soon. We'll need to bring the film. We'll, all right. we'll have to have like all these side <laughs> characters do a show with us one day too. Like Frank, even though like, you know, like Frank, we get like in front of the camera and like do nothing. Like he'd suck. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get Frank in. We'll get Danny in. At least Danny, you know, Danny's good for it. Like Danny, Danny, will, Danny, Danny will give Danny you will some shit. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. All right. It is about time where we should probably talk about the Celtics now. Uh, we spent enough time talking good, random. Good session um, today, actually. It was. We, we owed you the last time, last couple of times. We didn't have much. <laughs> yeah, very tough. But um, let's start with the Jazz game. Uh, we recorded the night after, or the the night of, excuse me, the Bucks game after it. Yes. Drops the next day, so we yeah, we were hyped, and we promised. Haven't exactly haven't talked about the uh, Jazz game yet. Good game. I mean, just I, yeah. I think a solid overall game. The Jazz made a little bit of a run at the end there, but then Blake Griffin put the hammer down he said nope we're, you know you're not winning this game Blake Griffin um, is not the guy you would think would be the enforcer <laughs> no but he's he's just he's like getting either. into fights and then laughing at guys yeah. two games in a row Blake Griffin initiated and in aggravated the other team that just laughed in their face I got two banger tweets out of it though so I'm, I'm happy he's literally like the wrestler that like talks shit and then like says no you have to wait till the pay-per-view to fight me <laughs> yeah. that's a good way to describe it yeah no yeah Blake Griffin kind of fire he, he he's low-key like probably a fan favorite in boston at this point he does his job he had 12 boards at five assists against the uh jazz too like it's not like he's just a hustle guy doing nothing out there like he's attacking the glass he's making life hard for walker kessler and kelly olenic he's annoying talon horton tucker and chris dunn right he's hustling he's diving on the floor he's trying to draw charges but the refs aren't giving him anything um just a tough great whistle. i mean tough whistle just a great game from blake griffin though he, he's sort of like the Bucks game and the Jazz game back to back, like good showings. You know, he's doing everything that you want him to. And I will say, <clears throat> at the start of the season, like I don't think there's anyone who could have expected Blake taking on this role, this like significant having this significant of an impact on the team's chemistry and just like being this sort of guy. It's kind of incredible, like what he's been able to do. Yeah. And on top of that, this is the best time for this to happen because now you're like, if Blake has to play in the playoffs. He's playable. Yeah. Like he legitimately goes out there and gives you adds something to your team. He's not a tremendous perimeter defender, but he's doing a great job of taking charges. He's hustling. You can rely on him to do that. He's hitting the floor any chance he gets. It's really a great display. It's everything you want from somebody that's sitting on the end of your bench and is essentially a reserve in case Robert Al needs a break or gets hurt. He's not going to play a ton of time for you but when he's in there you can trust him to fill that gap and not suck mm -hmm. you know there are some guys you can't do that like grant once in a while he tries to iso at the end of a game all right all right like, come on let's not act like that was a game where there was no one there no one playing that one that was funny though was i don't even get mad at grant like when grant messes up i love it because it's so funny <laughs> yeah because he's no, just no gonna get like crap for it like nobody else will <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying. And speaking of Grant, I did want to talk about him too. I have it written here. Grant back again? Is is, is Grant back again? Like, I tweet out the it, Grant back like twice a week, and it's the picture of him talking at the free throw line. <laughs> he he was pretty good in that last game. Big game. And against, against Milwaukee, Utah. he was solid, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he wasn't bad. You need – I've been saying this all throughout his struggles. Like, you need Grant to be good in the playoffs for the Celtics to be at their best. Absolutely. Like, you know, the easy response is that you need everybody to be at their best for them to be at their best. Also like, true. Good Grant... analysis from brain-dead Jimmy on the side. <laughs> but Grant's impact on this team goes far beyond, like, 
you know, his shooting or, or, or his, you know, shot making for Tatum or his blah, blah, blah. Like having a guy in his role who can knock down shots and guard the best player on the opposing team for stretches, especially like in the Celtic specific scenario, when they're going to have to go against Giannis and they're going to have to go against Embiid, like Grant has a history of guarding those guys really, really well. And so if he's playable on the offensive end, which he wasn't there for a little bit and and you need him to be playable again, then you can have him out there on the defensive end, which is the important part. Uh, Otherwise, like, if Grant's not bringing it on offense, you might need to throw Sam Hauser out there for a few minutes, right? Let's see if he can get hot. But then the downside for that is you obviously can't throw Sam Hauser on Giannis, which is goes back to my point. Like you need Grant Williams to get in a rhythm and establish himself as, as the knockdown shooter you had last year. And against the Jazz, you had that. He was getting the ball and he was pulling up immediately. And that's the, the sort of confidence that Grant needs. And I, I, I don't want to say he needed that rough patch to get back into this thing. But like, I, I do think like in the grand scheme of things, him realizing like, his niche on this team versus like he just need he just need, needed to learn the balance of he like needed making, to be humbled. <laughs> well, kind of, but like my, my, more importantly, I just think he's like learning the balance more because because he was like pump faking and driving against the Jazz in the box. He did it a couple times, but he did it at more opportune times, and I think it was about finding that balance of knowing when to shoot and knowing when it could be a better time to pump fake and drive. Because I remember, I I forget if it was bucks or jazz, but he pump faked somebody, got them behind him, drove, and then made a great kick out pass, right? Those are the sort of plays you want to see from Grant. And I I think him finding that balance, especially heading into the playoffs is super important for, for this team. Yeah. You said it at the beginning, Grant being at his best for the playoffs is important. You want to know why I know that? Because last year you needed him to be at his (laughs) best. He won you a game seven, essentially, by scoring 27 points. He, throughout your run, played good defense and opposing players, uh, did a good job with Durant in the first round, which was a surprise to everybody, and had to be involved in that Miami series against Adebayo with the size he provides down low. You had to get production from Grant. Now, in the finals, did he play great? No. Yeah, but you also lost in the finals. So there's a little bit of correlation. Nobody really played great in the finals. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> kind of terrible, but you really do need Grant to give you something because he's on the team for a reason. He plays defense at a decent clip, and he can shoot the three. Those are the baseline things you need Grant to do. If he's pump faking and making good decisions on a drive, great. If not, then don't do it. I don't need Grant pump faking when there's nobody around him. Yeah. <laughs> we saw too much of that this season where he's just like, Hey, look at this cool trick I learned. And he's like, Oh man, it, I did it well, at the wrong time. I, I think that was a big part of it. Like him eager to show off the improvements he made sort of led to him overthinking and doing them at the wrong time. He's times. a little kid. Hey, look what I can do. And he just goes, <laughs> it's kind of like the when he, when Thanasis likes to show that he is the energy guy at the end. With well, Thanasis is like, look, I, uh, I actually wear a uniform. <laughs> I know there was doubt if I was wearing one or not, but I am wearing one, even though no, but... he probably put it on at halftime. <laughs> I do think Grant sort of needed this season to make the improvements and also find the balance. Cause I, I don't think that second part was talked about enough or like understood enough. Like you can add a bunch of stuff to your game, but it's, it's hard to like balance your new responsibilities and new capabilities with the stuff the team needs you to do at times. And, and I think that's a big reason why he struggled for a while. Uh, and I think over the past couple of games, he's really found that balance again. And like, I, like we've said multiple times, like you need that in the postseason because we can't have 
January Grant. We need, you know, <laughs> it does seem rent. like we're starting to see the playoff rotation here. It we're does. starting to see Missoula cut things down and Grant has been a part of it. Not only has been a part of it, but he's actually played well. So this is really huge as the playoffs mm-hmm. do come along. Like you said, I think go ahead. Sorry. If they're going to use him in a consistent role in the playoffs, he's going to have to produce. You mm-hmm. can't have Grant out there if he's not making his shots. You really can't. It's great when he plays good defense, but even then that hasn't been a guarantee this year. There have been times mm-hmm. where he struggled on that end of the floor. There's times he's been great. Look at the the game with all the boys in Milwaukee when they almost won. Yeah. Right? Like he was pretty good on Giannis in that game and no one remembers it because he ISO'd at the end and Giannis <laughs> got him there. But really, if he's playing well and he's a part of your eight man rotation, then great. That's a that's a good piece to have in that repertoire Mm -hmm. i would say i agree and like you said about the playoff rotation i i think you're really starting to see that or you really saw that in the bucks game right you look down the line that was a playoff game to them even though you know it really didn't have to be because they lost the washington game so you know i thought they should have punted but that's why i'm here and not not involved with the team i know what you're saying but you look at the starting lineup marcus smart Derek white jalen brown jason tatum al horford fine Brogdon, Grant, Rob off the bench, done. I, I really think that's the cutoff if everybody's healthy. You saw Hauser get 12 minutes, see if he get hot a little bit. Then you saw Cornette, Muscala, Blake sort of split those center minutes in garbage time, et cetera. <clears throat> and I do think if one of the bigs is hurt for a playoff game, knock on wood, I, you'll probably see Blake step up into a larger role depending on the matchup. But um, it does look like they're probably going to cut it down to eight men at the start of this uh, as the season starts to wind down so they can get in a rhythm, which is good. And that's something we've talked about a lot. It does not seem like they're going to get the one seed. Little update for you. No. <laughs> as as you can go check the final score by the time you're listening to this, but Philly proving why nobody should take them seriously. Yeah, Philly sold. And now Philly. they're going to try on Tuesday. Watch, but. <laughs> of course. Of course they are. Rattlers. You never know. Maybe. Uh, bombs. <laughs> maybe. Uh, Was- 19 with five and a half to play. <laughs> maybe Washington can uh, beat beat the Bucks. You never, you never they know. They the Celtics. <laughs> they do. They do all this. They do, but uh, yeah, not not uh, not ideal. Is that game in Philly? Kind of sold. No, I think it's in Milwaukee. No, okay, I that would have been a real disaster. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Let me double check for you. No, it's not. Uh, it's not. I just looked. Yeah, yeah, it's home. So, <clears throat> not great. I will say, Bucks probably were going into that game angry after what the Celtics did to them. Celtics probably should have kept it a little closer, so the Bucks would have let off the gas a little. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think if Celtics you beat them by, by fifty, much. actually, then they're really demoralized. They're like, man, we just lost by fifty. <laughs> but when it's only like forty-one, like you just kind of shrug it off. Yeah, fifty sure. is like I guess. a substantial number. So you're saying the Celtics failed by not beating them by fifty? Yes, they should have beat okay. them by fifty, and they let the NASA score. <laughs> Fair enough. It's actually kind of remarkable that Milwaukee's doing this because the NAS is, is uh, suspended. True. They're winning without one of their best players. That's, you know, I can't believe that. They kind of deserve it at this point. Giannis said he's important to the team. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take a look at the Philly game coming up on right. Tuesday. Big well, break Philly for the sucks. Celtics here. <laughs> Clearly. Also, before we go, Tatum's back. Thank God. <laughs> Tatum is back. Tatum doesn't suck anymore, back. guys. It's okay. You no. can buy his shoes. <laughs> Tatum been playing very well in the Bucks game in the Utah. I game. saw it on Twitter today. They nitpicked like the two games. They're like over the last two games, Tatum thirty nine and a half points or whatever he's averaging, which is great. But like, I don't think you should like put out averages until it's like five games. I think the rest should be totals. It looks kind of weird. It looks like you're really trying to catch everyone's eye by saying 
you know, over the last two games. Yeah. Like over the last two games, no, 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 uh, discredit to Tatum. It's more discredit to whatever account tweeted that. (laughs) No, no, he's he's been been great. He's making threes again. Uh, he's been aggressive going inside, getting to the basket, finishing at the basket. Big key for him in the playoffs, even though throughout the season, his percentage around the rim is okay, but it feels Mm -hmm. like he does miss a good amount when he shouldn't. He makes the tough ones. Doesn't make the easy ones always. For sure. No, no, I know what you're talking about. Um, no, yeah, big, big games for Tatum. He's been super efficient, which is uh, important if the Celtics want to be at their best. Um, and, and you need that. And he's starting to make threes again, which is the biggest thing. And he's still taking around the same amount. But, like, you know he can make them. And the slump sucked. And it made, like, it made it even more evident how many he was taking. But, like, when he's making the threes, all is well. And he, The and best he slump he ever had was when he missed 20 in a row. And then he was like, hey, I'm going to take one when the game's on the line. And they lost. It was Wait, last was year, that? like he had missed like twenty in a row, <laughs> and I want to say it was the Knicks, maybe the Pacers, oh, and I he had remember. a chance to win the game, and he like took a three with like five seconds remember. left. There wasn't even like it wasn't the clock was not going out. He had time. Oh man, disaster! I mean, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, good good to see good things uh, from Tatum. It's what you want to see. It's what's Every Celtics fan has been wanting to see see for the past few months. (laughs) Agree. Agree. But big game against the Philadelphia 76ers coming up. Um, Really can't afford to lose this one, even though Philly lost tonight, if you want to keep the two seed. I know Philly's a little bit further back, so you have a little bit of breathing room. They might actually be able to afford to lose it. Uh, Well, well, let's let's not put that out into the ether. Celtics Uh, are two and a half games up on Philly. After today, they will be three up with the tiebreaker. With okay, so four to play, so okay, essentially, no. Celtics would literally have to lose every game, and Philly would have <laughs> yes. to win every game. But for the purpose of you'll probably see this team in the playoffs in the second round, probably should get some momentum, get in their head again. Oh, it would be really cool if they would if they win by fifty. <laughs> yeah, love to see that again. I think have if you win by fifty, that automatically gets you game one. Have they? <laughs> So they should have a one-on lead on the Bucks. Oh no, they sorry they didn't. Win no, no, game. but like you can't come in and think you're winning a game one on the road against a team that beat you by fifty. <laughs> Fair enough. Mental edge. Yeah, I agree. Um, have the Sixers have the Celtics lost to the Sixers this year? No, no. Did they lose? They lost them once last year. I remember. I do remember they lost them once last year. Yeah, they don't lose the Sixers a lot. Let me look. Let me look at last year. They had the one year where they lost all the games to the Sixers, and then they beat them in the playoffs. Oh, was that they the year they four one four? That was a bubble. Swept. Oh, they lost every regular season game to Philly that year. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They won the last one. Okay, but then okay. they've swept. Oh. <laughs> yeah, packed up. Yeah, they lost one game to Philly. Uh, or sorry, they lost two. They went two and two. <coughs> excuse me, two and two against Philly last year. Well, that's pretty impressive for Philly. Drops yeah, I'm looking confetti. at these games. What was this? Oh, was this? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Big asterisk on one of those games. That was the let's give Ennis Freedom 40 minutes game. Uh... <laughs> yeah, he had to guard Embiid, and they still almost won. I remember that game because yeah, I was there. The Celtics were up seven in the fourth, gave up an offensive rebound, and then Philly made a three. It was Danny Green, and then they had mm. momentum again. And yeah. Cantor covered Embiid for 40 minutes, mm-hmm. and they still almost won that game. Mm-hmm. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were inefficient. So <laughs> there you go. What a time uh, it was. But yeah, what a what an interesting time. The fact that Ennis Freedom was on 
the Celtics t- champion or finals on roster, <clears throat> right? It feels like it. And then the other one they lost was 99-111. <clears throat> it just looks like Dennis Schroeder was on the team still. Uh, yeah, it just looks like they just got beat. <clears throat> so, <laughs> Do you remember when Schroeder won them a game? When they beat Milwaukee in overtime and he had and they didn't have Giannis and he had like 37 points. <laughs> My thing with Schroeder was that he was a fine player, but he just didn't fit with the Celtics team. He was like he's like a worse version of what Kyrie brought. Like he, he's a very ball dominant player. He needs the ball in his hands to be at his best. Not a great shooter. Or, so I guess that's not the same as Kyrie, but you know what I'm saying? Like he, he just he just needs to be very active in the offense for him to be at effective especially considering he's not a great defender and so at least they didn't it just didn't him. really work yeah no I mean, at least he's not like a cancer yeah no Schroeder was fine Schroeder was fine he just didn't fit and and he's chilling now in LA doing good things for Lakers I think which... the, Ma- the Mavericks might be diagnosed <laughs> do you want to talk about the Mavericks briefly briefly yeah the Mavericks lost again <laughs> and if you would like uh, a chuckle at the Mavs I read this to Jack before the game. So if you don't know, the Mavericks just lost in overtime to the Atlanta Hawks. And they had, well, essentially this loss has put the nail in the coffin. They have to win every game. And both Minnesota and OKC has to lose every game. Or Minnesota and OKC have to, one of them, lose every game. So basically, Mavs are packed up. The Mavs are pretty much done. (laughs) But anyways... This game could have been won for the Mavs. Mm. They had JaVale McGee at the free throw line, by the way, who fans have been begging to get minutes over Dwight Powell all season. Never made sense to me. Don't get it. And they're calling for kid's head, which is, I mean, neither here nor there. I don't know if he sucks or not. Kind of sucks, it seems like. Uh, Mm -hmm. But JaVale misses one of the free throws to have the win. So they lose in overtime. After the game, JaVale sits down with the press. (laughs) And he says, in hindsight, that's what movies are made of, not playing the whole season and then coming down to you hitting those two free throws for the clutch win. Unfortunately, I missed one of them, and it went to OT. So, yeah, that movie's going straight to DVD. It's not coming out. That's what he said, which is <laughs> funny. Up. Like, good for him. He has a sense of humor about it. <laughs> Hand up my bad. <laughs> Hand up my bad. That's what he said. Yeah. I will say, though, not all on JaVale. Because it didn't matter in in, in hindsight because I went to OT anyways. Christian Wood also missed a free throw in the last like two seconds of the game, uh, but luckily, you know, they called a jump ball. Mavericks challenged it because Sadiq Bay like slapped it out of bounds after Christian Wood hit the free throw or missed the free throw, I should say. Jason Kidd challenged. Mavericks got the ball back. Clint Capella fouled JaVale McGee on the layup attempt. Also, horrendous end of the game by the Hawks, too. Like, they, they shouldn't have won that game either. No, Neither of them deserve to. Both terrible teams. The, I, I read it down on the Hawks earlier. They have spent 72 yeah. consecutive days hovering around 500. They are 15 and 15 against the West. They are 24 and 24 or something like that against the East. Yep. The, or 14 Say the 14 points thing. East. Say it. They They've scored, oh, like... Oh. 2,910 points and given up 2,909 points. Like something no, like they've, that. They've given up one more point this season than they've scored. It's like they are the definition of mid. They, yeah. They are. And, and they actually should they be decent. Be. Like that roster yeah, that's is not what I was bad. Say. And I, I think a part of it is there are just so many teams similar to them in the NBA where they're like, in any other year, they're good enough to be like a, four, a five or a six seed. But this year, it's just like, it's so even that it's so tough. 
Uh, and there are also some like top end teams that are really good. So it's like, <clears throat> it's just tough to make the playoffs this year, but yeah, Mavs seem like they're, uh, they're packed up. See, I kind of <laughs> disagree. I say that it's actually easy to make the postseason because there's more spots than there's ever been, except for like the last two years. Cause they have the play in now. So you, it's kind of easy to get in. That makes what <laughs> well, Dallas has done even more remarkable. The Hawks are in like the Hawks will be a play in team. So oh, they'll yeah. be in. Yeah, they'll be in. Actually, I think, but do they have, actually, I need to refresh this. I think Why? I believe they've got some teams officially eliminated. Now Washington out from what Keith tweeted. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. That means Orlando's probably out too. Unfortunate. Orlando the Pacers cool. will also be out. So that does that mean everybody's yeah. clinched in the East? No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, no. Uh, the Magic, Wizards, and Pacers are technically not statistically eliminated yet. Okay, but <clears throat> it looks like everybody in the East is clinched because, like, the Bulls are four games up <laughs> on the Pacers, <clears throat> so it doesn't seem like they're overcome. Sucks for the Pacers, man. I I kind of wanted them to make it. Like they're a cool team. They they would be more interesting and more valuable to have in than like Chicago or Toronto. <laughs> exactly, and like Toronto. This is probably the last time you'll ever see this core together with Toronto. I think they're cooked. Nick Nurse is gonna leave. <laughs> Uh, Where do you think Nick Nurse goes? The streets said Houston, then Udoka to uh, Toronto. Hmm. Houston, that's weird. I, I mean, the big L for the Pacers this year was 6-16 six and 16 without Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, it's tough when that, you miss him for 22 games. He's a good player. They were 28-28 and 28 with him, 500 team. That's a huge drop-off. So, I believe they're going to have money to spend it, this year, too. They were a pay grant 24 mil. Uh, <laughs> no, but they'll be good moving forward. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Playoffs are shaping up to be fairly interesting. Uh, can't wait. Man. Can't wait till we can talk about it because we'll know who's in. Yeah, we can talk about the matchups. Like, we've been waiting to do a playoff preview, but the thing is, we don't know who's playing yet, especially in the West. Now, now you might know. See, as much as I really wanted the Lakers to miss it. Yeah, it is kind of funny that Dallas is going to be the team probably to lose out. It because is a funny Kyrie story. went there and everyone was like, wow, they're nasty. And then, well, actually, let me rephrase that. 50% of everybody went, wow, they're nasty. And then the <laughs> other 50% went, wow, they're going to like be terrible because Kyrie kills teams. Yeah. And the other 50% was like, no, like Kyrie's not the problem. Like, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's just never in the right situation. Dallas is the right situation. He's finally going to have enough freedom, like whatever. And mm. here they are. A yeah, game out. Tough. Or I, I don't think this is updated. I don't know. They're not making it. Back they're a game and a half out. Yeah, yeah, they're a game and a half out. <clears throat> Very tough. Disaster. Disaster. <laughs> it breaks my heart. You know, Kyrie, really good guy. And he's in my get buddy. My buddy who's a Mavs fan texted me a couple weeks ago. He goes, Mavs going to make the play, like going to miss the playoffs. I was like, nah, they'll be fine. No chance. <laughs> I was so wrong. <laughs> this has been a collapse of monumental proportions. <laughs> I'm going to go look right now because I always am looking at this when I write. Dallas has now lost, essentially with their season on the line. Three in a row. Seven of their last eight. And then <laughs> yeah, 10 of their last 13. 13. Mm-hmm. With their season on the line, yeah, uh, not not great. 
for Dallas. That's actually really bad. <laughs> yeah, very bad. What's the record? Last 15 games. Let's take a look at Dallas, shall we? And now Luca's sad. <laughs> Four and but 11 Dirk's in the last 15. Thing. Shout out, Dirk. <laughs> yeah, I like Dirk. In the last... Last 15 games, the only team with a worse record than the Mavs, Detroit Pistons. Yeah, it's Yikes. tough. Not what you want to see. I half want to root for Dallas to get Wembenyama, but only if Kyrie leaves. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> but if Wemby they get Wembenyama, I don't think he's going to leave. <laughs> I actually don't yeah. think they'll keep Wembenyama if they get him anyways. Oh, no shot. No shot they trade Wembenyama. I mean, he fits because they need a big guy, but yeah, no chance they trade one. If you have Kyrie and Luca, I feel like there might be some pressure to win now. Now, I think when there's been any player that's a prospect that is a win now prospect, it's him. I was listening to you could also get a haul for him if you if you really pick your spots. I was listening to Keith Smith and Trevor Lane talk about this on the NBA front office pod a couple weeks ago. Like, realistically, how many players in the league right now have more trade value than Victor Wembanyama? Not many. <laughs> there really aren't that many. Like, especially Giannis, considering he's going to be making what ten million. Exactly. Giannis, Tatum, Luca, Embiid, Jokic. Anybody else? Anybody else that you would like has more trade value? Would you swap Wembenyama for like, let's just say, hype? But this is just comes to mind. Anthony Davis. Straight up. If I'm the Lakers, I wouldn't do that. But if I'm another team and I had to trade for one of them, I would have to give up more assets to get Wembenyama than Anthony Davis, if that makes sense. That's right? Like, true, just because of the contract in the injuries. Like, if I'm the Knicks and I'm like, like I have the Spurs like willing to offer me Wembenyama and the Lakers willing to offer me AD, I'd have to give up more to get Wemby. I think Especially this is going to be a crazy summer. James Harden's going to go back to Houston <laughs> for no reason, except he likes strippers. Yep. Um, you're gonna have that crazy draft lottery, and you're gonna see mm-hmm. what's gonna happen with Kyrie and Dow. I think and, Kyrie's gonna stay there, by the way, because I just don't think I, mean, I know. I just think he's stuck. And like, and as great stuck. as Wemby is, and he's like phenomenal, generational. Like, it's a good draft. Otherwise, like, there's some good players in this draft. Oh, it is. It's deep. Celtics, by the fun. way, projected of the 35th pick from the Blazers. Not bad at all. Not bad. Not bad at all. What 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 trade was that? Don't know, but I saw it on Reddit today, so it must be true. Interesting. I'm going to go look. I'm going to go look. Pro sports, let's see. Man, this is a deep draft. A lot of, I mean, I'd say the lottery is definitely deep. You have a ton of guys <laughs> that can help you out. What are you laughing at? What's the trade? Okay, sorry. I was reading the wrong trade. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> what the hell? Are you sure the Celtics have the Hornets one? Or wait. Oh, Portland. yes. Okay. Sorry, I was looking. It was originally traded in 2019 <laughs> as a part of a Rodney Hood trade <clears throat> to the Cavs. Then the Cavs traded it to the Pistons <clears throat> in the Kevin Porter Jr. trade, uh, where they also got – it was just a bunch of seconds, whatever. <clears throat> then the Pistons traded it to the Clippers and Rodney Magruder Lander Shamit. <clears throat> then they traded it to the Hawks in the Rajon Rondo Lou Williams trade. <clears throat> and then the Hawks – traded it to the Celtics in the Tristan Thompson three-team trade, Chris Dunn, Bruno Fernando. Oh. So now, basically, who's it going to be? The Celtics traded traded Tristan Thompson for a late... Stand by. Effectively a late first-round pick, though. Like, that's... 
take that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> it's fine. I bet you whoever it is never plays for him. <laughs> You're probably I think right. They're gonna trade it. Shout out Chris Dunn for getting in uh, into it with, with Blake. Also, former Celtic, <laughs> yes. former PC star. Very funny. Speaking of Very PC, funny. player had a gun. Really? Gun Wait. Yeah. Oh my god. Caught his girlfriend. That's cheating. crazy. That's what the streets said. Yeah. Career done. Packed up. See you later. Tough. That'll be it. <laughs> All right. PC's head coach is fire, by the way. Yeah, he played a kid 1v1 to keep him out of the transfer portal, yeah. right? They Multiple did it times, did, I think. He did won. the player come out of the transfer portal? He was like, all right, yes. fine. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. Put English played for the Pistons. <laughs> w coach, better than, uh, what's his name? Ed I don't Cooley? know. Cooley's kind of a legend. Once, once like, <laughs> know, all the dust settles, like, he'll, I don't know if he's in his statue now, but he probably would have got a statue. <laughs> Hall of Fame, though? <laughs> Will he be, like, PC Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Fair enough, then. All right, Sam and I have something very funny i know sam's looking forward to doing this that we're gonna do so sam is particularly sick of the mvp conversation sick of it correct how many idiots can be like well i like Jokic because the stats say this and the only way he doesn't win is voter fatigue and then you have other people saying Jokic doesn't play defense and Embiid is putting up the most points in the league and the sixers uh might compete this year even though they get killed by every team that's actually good how many times can you listen to that when like Giannis Loki should win it? That's what I'm saying. I think Giannis should probably be the MVP. Yeah. Him or Jokic. I I I really don't see the case for Embiid. Like I know that maybe the eye test says it because of how dominant he is, but like if your argument is the best team, it's the Nuggets or the Bucks. If it is the best defender, it is Giannis. If it's the best offensive player, it's Jokic. The only like argument for Embiid is, well, I mean, like, you know. He, he looks the best when he's doing it, right? Like I don't know, yeah. and 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 that's 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 not for me saying like if Embiid wins, I'm not going to complain. Like he would be a deserving MVP. I just think the other two are probably slightly more deserving. But yeah, I, at well, the end of the day, you see, whatever. like if you just listen to Jack for the last minute, you might have wanted to put your head in a microwave. Yes, because he was talking about the MVP <laughs> race. Uh, so good job, Jack. <laughs> but we are doing what do we call this opposite awards today the, the bizarro awards okay the bizarro awards. do you want to start with lvp or do you want to save that the lvp last? least valuable player yeah we want to start with that, with that or... okay with so we defined lvp the way sam phrased it was the player who you have to attach the most picks to to get them off your team right yes and you can make okay. uh, outside cases as well okay do you have a top three uh number one lowry kyle lowry Makes a ton of money. Okay. And he sucks. And he's fat. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, okay. They paid him a lot of money when they got him from Toronto. Okay. He's been injured a lot this year, which. Not I in mean, my top three. Really? Okay. This will I'll be interesting. Take for but he's been injured a lot this year. So, like, that has an impact on how much he's been able to play. But even when he's played, he hasn't really been that good. He's having his worst season since his first year with the Raptors, like, 10 years ago. He's been regressing, essentially. He's old now. Yeah. But he's still yeah. making like $30 million. So, I mean, if you go and read inside reports, the Heat were trying to trade him at the deadline, but teams just didn't want him. Like, they were like, give us a first. And the Heat were like, no, so he's still in the Heat. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's my number one. You go ahead. He's your winner? That's my winner. He's number one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my winner last for the sake of interest. Okay. All right, fine. <laughs> and just because I think you wouldn't have thought of it, so I'm like, I'm proud okay. of this one. All right, cool. Or maybe you did, but number three. Rudy Gobert. He's just, he's got to be on the list. That was on my list. <laughs> and 
I do think it's a little bit unfair to go bear because like nice ride. The Timberwolves just obscenely overpaid for him, right? Like that's not his fault. That factors into it. It's a storyline type thing, just like voter fatigue <laughs> is a thing. Yes. You know, this is a recency bias. It's like, wow, the Timberwolves like screwed themselves mm. royally to get this guy who really stands and, there like a tree. And in their credit, they've been a little bit better lately. But is he a worse Brooke Lopez that makes $50 million? I would say so. Brooke Lopez is better than Rudy Gobert. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But um, if Rudy Gobert was like on a $20 million contract, he'd still be a good player. But like because of the contract, because of the haul that Timberwolves traded to get him, like he's got to be on the list. So he's my number three. Would you like to give another yeah, one of yours? Bring it back to okay. me. All right. This is one of those outside since since Jack did Gobert. Mm-hmm. Good choice, by the way. Thank Makes you. ton of money. Doesn't give you a whole lot. I'm worried you're going to snipe my number one, but that's okay. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Zion. Ooh, Max extension. Okay. Uh, he's real fat. <laughs> Like Lowry, not playing a whole lot. <laughs> I don't know if his max extension has kicked in yet. It might be next year, but this this is like a, a long thing. He okay. has been. Let me just uh, basketball reference this uh, yeah. filibuster. But he he essentially got fat, and I said <laughs> players don't come back from getting fat. I've said it many yeah. times. Like it really doesn't happen. Sure, Zion yeah. has been in the league. He was drafted in 2019. He has played 114 games. Did not play a single game last year. He played 61 in year two, played 24 year one, has played 29 this season. And I'm pretty sure he's done. They said two weeks. No, no shot. They said he was going to be reevaluated in two weeks. But he's he's hurt again. You, You don't recover from getting fat. Not only has he barely played for this team since getting drafted, he was an all-star this year, kind of deservedly so at the oh, time. I think I picked I, him. I have an L. Sorry, I just thought of another one for LVP. Wait, he made an all-star team in his second season, too? Yeah, he started. Well, he was a he starter. He started the all-star He was game? a replacement. He was a replacement starter, but yes. Wow. If there's any season with a case for him to do it, it is that one, <laughs> in fairness. Yeah, no, but, he's 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 a great player when he's he's an MVP caliber player when he's in the court. He just can't stay on the court. And well, that's the problem. He got fat. <laughs> All right, and they um, paid him, so now he's gonna make. He's like on a five year <laughs> max extension. So sure. Good luck, New Orleans. Sure. All right, I, I've got two for my second one because I forgot one. Nice. I'll throw them in here. Ben Simmons needs to be on the list. Oh, Ben Simmons. Oh, yep. <laughs> how did I not think of Ben Simmons? He's I not just even thought my of him here. One. I just thought of him here. We both forgot, oh. so it's fine. But. That he might be the ultimate LVP. Like he legitimately. Is. He hates basketball. He <laughs> See, like Zion got fat, but like Ben Simmons legitimately just doesn't want to play. <laughs> yeah. The other like, one he's like, no, I'm not playing. Duncan Robinson. Gotta be Duncan Robinson was on my list too. He he's, he's your third. He's the same with Lowry. Like, yep. He's in that same report where they were trying to attach picks to him or they were trying to trade trade him and nobody wouldn't take him without a pick. Mm-hmm. Was if he you your could third? understand what I was trying to blabber there jesus <laughs> he was your third place he wasn't my third place but he okay. I, I don't think he makes enough money to be in that maybe 19 but 19, he he's no. like an honorable mention he's in the conversation <laughs> sure okay then who's your third uh Kyrie. okay sure yeah. he's so not valuable that uh he joined the team that got worse <laughs> they went from fourth to 11th luca doesn't even want to be around anymore like the i think you should leave sketch and they're bad. <laughs> Laughing stock. 
And he's going to stay there. He might stay and they might actually end up being good. But for now, he's the butt of the joke. They're bad. They've lost mm-hmm. uh, 10 of 13 with the season on the line. But it's okay because Jason Kidd said no one's dying. Yeah, very Which tough. might Keith... be my favorite quote of the year. <laughs> Keith just retweeted that JaVale McGee thing too and said, well, what a quote. <laughs> JaVale kind of rules. Kind of cool. sucks that he has to play with Kyrie. Very tough. Number one, LVP for me. Not entirely his fault. Not really his fault at all. At all, Lonzo Ball, LVP. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that one, but I guess it's LVP. fair. He's he got hasn't like played. you play point guard for the Bulls. You might want to really get your knees insured. <laughs> like not there's a good serious... team for knees for point guards. <laughs> there's Jay serious Williams, talk. Derek Rose, now Lonzo, very bad. There's, there's serious talk. His career might be like chalked. No, they say they have never seen this. Yeah. You got to feel for the guy, right? Like, I don't dislike Lonzo. Oh, I feel terrible for him. But, like... I have, like, a soft-ass knee injury, and I think my life's over. I can't imagine being him. (laughs) Very tough. It's kind of not in good taste by you to bring him in. That's kind of sad. Like, he's dealing with an injury. Like, yeah, sure, Zion's hurt, but it's his fault. It's not an LVP. This is similar to the thing I said, like, Cade Cunningham was one of nine. Like, it's not... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Jack was afraid he was about to get canceled. (laughs) All right, so... Not coach of the year is the next award we have listed here. Uh, yeah, I don't have like a, I don't have a woody name for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have any anything funny. Yeah, I don't have. Any you want to start with your, what's your third place? My third place, Nate McMillan. He's uh, rest in peace, gone. Not even sure it was his fault, but he kind of got fired, so he has to be an honorable mention. Right? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, he got fired. Uh, Quinn Snyder's <laughs> there now, and they've continued to win every other game and give up as many points as they let up mm-hmm. or, or as yeah. they score rather. <laughs> uh, so oh, yeah, Nate good. McMillan is my honorable mention third place. That's good. My honorable mentions third place, Doc Rivers. Just think he's bad. Doc Rivers. <laughs> it's just tough for Doc. Their third place, just don't think he's very good anymore. I think he's washed. I think he's too stuck in his ways. And I think a lot like, of people don't think he was ever good. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh yeah. No, that's that's plain and simple. I'll slap him in there. All right, two. Uh Jason Kidd. He's also my number two. Jason Kidd. He's, he's gotta be nobody's there. dying. It's okay. We're missing out on the playoffs. <laughs> uh everyone's still alive backwards hat i i love jason kidd actually being he's now that i write the mavericks jason kidd rules because he's i don't know if he's an idiot i i think it's unfair for me to say he's an idiot but all the fans think he's an idiot mm-hmm. and he also like called out twitter in a press conference a couple weeks ago and was like we're gonna play this center because that's who you guys want we do pay attention to who, who you guys tell us to play or whatever he said, he was like really snarky. So Jason Kidd, number two. Okay, you you Fair can enough. say you're number one, and then I'll I'll do mine since you didn't really get to like talk on Jason Kidd. Yeah, uh, Chauncey Billups, number one. I I, I think hmm. he's got to be up there. <clears throat> Just his second year, but um, <laughs> I know injuries haven't done him any favors, but uh, a second year straight of just like bottom six team in the league. Like I I don't care about the injuries you have dame on your team and i know dame was hurt but how many games did dame play this year maybe i'm ignorant but i just don't think he makes he played a fair amount he made he did our all nba he was he was over 52 (laughs) he wouldn't make it under the 65 game rule though right um not a lot would Mm -hmm. 58 games this year you had a better team jeremy grant in town you know 
you had Josh Hart for most of the season, then you had Matisse Tybel for defense. You know, I, I know Nurkic was out, so that really hurt you, but I don't know, man. 33 and 45 with Dam on the roster. I just yeah, like that roster doesn't suck. No, and they were good to start the season. They Injuries have Lillard, hurt them. They yeah, have Simons, so. they have Shady and Sharp. Nurkic Jeremy doesn't Grant. suck. Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. Grant is a solid four. I wanted the yep. Celtics to get him in the trade exception if they could fit him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Hart for half the year, then Matisse Tybel and Cam Reddish. Yeah, Josh like. Hart, by the way, he was proved to be a really good pickup for the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, very good. And Tybel okay. has been pretty good there too, I right? Agree. Since he joined. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just, I just remember, I just realized who your L, L coach of the year is. I just thought of it because I looked at the standings. Hit me, do it. Uh, Stephen Silas. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. Stephen Silas, he is the Popeyes meme <laughs> because he, I think, is actually probably a good coach, mm. but I don't think his players respect him. Update: Pacers are officially eliminated from postseason contention. You are correct. So it looks like so he's playing scenarios. Yeah. yeah, the ten teams at least. Yes. Steven Silas, though, is right, because you, you think about it, he's going into Houston expecting a James Harden-led team that's competing for the playoffs, and he gets this. That's not, really not fair. I don't and really he, know if it's his fault, but he he it's is the not. Popeyes meme. Like, he literally hates life. <laughs> I did a post-game uh, quote article on him, and he was so mad. Wait, which is the Popeyes meme? Like, the kid with the uh, the drink? No. No, it's like it's the guy, Popeyes like, meme. sitting on the bench outside the restaurant, like, dead. Oh! <laughs> that That's Steven Silas. <laughs> Very funny. I Very actually like Stephen Silas. And I root it's for like him. when the uh, when the chicken sandwich was fire and everyone was like, "Yeah, he, he was yeah, just yeah, yeah. like he just like played forty eight minutes." Yeah, like, that's what you like. got to feel bad for Stephen Silas. He'll I hope he gets a different chance. job, but I think he's cooked after this year. Like we kind of like hinted at Nick Nurse. I think he'll probably like he's in there, and then Udoka mm-hmm. to Toronto is what Weird. I've seen on Twitter. How did neither of us get Udoka for worst coach? Of the year? Well, he technically wasn't. Yeah, I guess he wasn't coach. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. And I when he was, was coaching, he was nasty. Yeah, sure. Well, he was like, nasty I stand by him as a coach. Like, his coaching philosophy ruled. Like, stop <laughs> playing like shit. Never was like, okay. I feel like right. Silas will get an assistant job somewhere, and then he'll pop up as an, a head coach candidate again in a couple of years. Do we have any off the top of our head, like, teams that are going to be without a coach after the year? Um, is Steve Clifford going to last? Are they going to replace him if they they'll probably you know, bring him back? Actually, for one try more and year. win. It wouldn't surprise me if Chris Finch got fired in Minnesota. See, I think Minnesota. Well, one, they were without Cat for a lot of the season. Yeah, I guess, but still. Two, I, like I think he's been. gotten them to a decent spot despite all of that. Maybe Chauncey Billups. Phillips <laughs> might be gone. Who's the coach <laughs> in Orlando right now? Uh, Jamal Mosley. He's good though. Sorry, tell I me. Just told you. Jamal Mosley, I just said it. He's he's fine. Jamal Mosley, I lagged. Mm. Classic idiot. <laughs> yep. Billy Donovan, maybe. I feel like I not. don't know. He seems happy in Chicago, and there was a lot of talk of him taking a college job, and it doesn't sound like it was happening. Yeah, I feel so like if they fire fun. Billy Donovan, big time like egg on Billy Donovan's face for not taking <laughs> yeah. college jobs. <laughs> Dwayne Casey, but that's also not a Steven Silas situation. I think they like Dwayne Casey. Yeah, I think Dwayne Case is in it for the, he's been there a long time, by the way. Does Doc get fired if, if the Sixers flop? Yeah, because they wanted him fired last year. But then who I feel like that's a Frank Vogel job. Call me crazy. Yeah, Frank Vogel is getting loose. He's in the bullpen. <laughs> he's getting ready. I feel like Quinn Snyder should not have taken that Hawks job. I think that was a huge Quinn Snyder L. Dumb. You think he should um, wait for like Philly? Waited for the Philly job. Waited for for the Clippers. Actually, the title is not going anywhere. You know, wait for uh, 
anything else, right? Like, just not that. Like, not the Hawks. They're so mid. I just don't think that was the situation for him. Right? Well, I would have liked him. Should actually be good. Quinn Snyder should have gone to, to, to Dallas. I think that's much better. Even the, even though they flopped, I would rather. I'm not Dallas convinced they're firing Dallas. kid. I don't think they will either. But like, I don't know. I don't know. All right, you want to go to last award? Last award. Regress, Regress player. Least Dude, improved. He sucks now. <laughs> Least improved. All right. Third place, Evan Fournier. Mm. Out of the rotation. He wasn't he even, even great last year. This year. Not good. Out. It's just not good. Loki could have been a, a, a LVP candidate, but he didn't make enough money. It wasn't that important. Yeah, he doesn't make so. that much money, even though he did. Uh, the Knicks did end the Celtics by getting him. <laughs> yeah, true. <clears throat> end of the Celtics by those two moves. Uh, okay, third place for you. Uh, Loki, Scotty Barnes is taking a step back. Not not like Ooh. the worst, worst, but he has taken a step back after being rookie of the year, and that Toronto team has faltered. Okay. He hasn't, he hasn't really taken the jump everyone expected him. And he has like all the tools. Everybody thought he was gonna be nasty. So Fair enough. that team's failure this year has to somewhat be on him. Well, okay, yeah, I guess he's taking a step back. I was just about to say, I wouldn't say necessarily a step back. I just don't think he improved as much as a lot of people wanted him to. Which is that fair. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially is regressing when you're like 20 and everyone's like, Wow, you need to be good for us to win, and you don't. I guess, yeah. <clears throat> fair enough. All right. Second place for me. Great tweet, but JaVale McGee, he's just, he's just not been that great. Like, like, like I know he hasn't gotten a ton of opportunities, but like he was a huge part of that Suns run, like that great team last year. Like he was a big thing off the bench and then just hasn't been that good. He, he just really hasn't when he's like, he's been fine, but he's like nothing like <clears throat> coming into the year. I really thought he could be a good lob threat for Luca, a real rim protector, like really emerge as a solid role player on the team. And it just it hasn't worked out. Maybe that's kid's fault, but L. L indeed. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Poole. Ooh, Jordan really? Poole's taking a step back. If you look Has at he? the postseason last year, he was so I much guess, better, yeah. and then they paid him. Based off of that, he has been yeah. literally like scapegoat for like everybody. It much was, more inefficient. He's averaging more points, but I think it's because Steph's been out. He's he's just a lot more inefficient. He's taking more shots and making less shots. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Number one, the man in Miami, Kyle yeah, Lowry. Man, put him in there. Terrible. <laughs> Bad for Lowry. Sorry, brother. I will say other option. Max Struess also not been very good this year. Struess has been bad. Um, let's let's do our honorable <laughs> mentions. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Struess was mine, but um, anybody else? I really just had Struess as another one there. Let's look at the teams that kind of fell off. A cliff I would say year. Ben Simmons, but he didn't really do much in the first. Ben place. Simmons. He, well, I haven't seen any drip from Ben Simmons this year. Chris so. Paul, not as good this year. Chris Paul, I was about to say, but then I, I was like, He's well, fine, these other but... two kind of fit. No, he he like. <clears throat> Chris Paul's um, fine. He's just not as efficient. I mean, you could say Russ. Not really. Yeah, he's been all right. It's fine. <laughs> Kemba. Poor Kemba. I thought about Kemba. But that was mean, so I said <sighs> yeah. no. Plus, I like right. Kemba. Is it time for the rat list? It is time for the rat list. You go ahead. Me go first? Yep. All right. Sixers, first off. Honorable mention, rat. Don't want to use them. Okay. Sixers, rat for losing to Philly. What was the final score on that one? A uh, lot too little. 117 to 104. So, L. Ratlist. The refs in the Iowa-LSU game. I mean, great game, first of all. Caitlin Clark versus Angel Reese. I'm making sure I, I, I got that correct. I'm not thinking of the wrong player on LSU. Great game. 
amazing national championship. I, I forget the name of the the girl who who popped off and played extremely well. Um, she what was her name? She she dropped like a ridiculous amount of points in the in the final game. Um, let me see Iowa LSU box score. She she was like six for six at halftime <clears throat> in half court heave. One MVP. Jasmine Carson, huge game off the bench. First, like two, like first quarter and half of the game, you bump into each other, foul. Caitlin Clark, you know, you know, presses up on defense, foul. Angel Reese does anything in the post, foul. Just, it's just like probably one of the most watched games of either national championship tournament, right? Caitlin Clark versus the LSU, like big game in the finals. Refs make it about them. Huge L. Also, L. Classic refs. Also, L, anybody calling Angel Reese classless on Twitter? L, rat, rat list. Like, Caitlin Clark did the same celebration last time. Like, if your favorite player, like, let's say Marcus Smart goes up to anybody and, like, gets in their face and goes, like, L, like, when Marcus Morris was doing 3 1 to Joel Embiid in the playoffs, no one batted an eye. Angel Reese does it and people get all upset. L. I get people love Caitlin Clark because she's been like this face of women's basketball. If you're complaining, <clears throat> did, did you see this? Did you see what Angel Reese did? I didn't see, but I saw people <laughs> complaining. I didn't watch the video. So in the final four game, Caitlin Clark was going like this. Like you can't see me walking yes. back to her bench. So Angel Reese, like in the final seconds of a blowout win, like over Caitlin Clark, walked up to Caitlin Clark and she went like this <laughs> right in her face. And she went, ring me. She went, ring me. Right there in her you finger. go. Did in her face. W. A. You Who's win. Crying you get the right that. to celebrate. You're right. If people Rat on Twitter list. call her uh, call her uh, classless. It, big L. Big classless. L. Anybody yeah, Rat classless. L. You're right. They're like, right. Absolutely classless to taunt in a uh, basketball game. Yeah, you're a bozo if you're calling that classless. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right, those are my rat list. Uh, what, what's okay. your rat list? What you got? Uh, my rat list. The Twitter accounts that are really excited about the Lakers. <laughs> okay. Like, I've never seen sheer excitement for a team, like, avoiding a disaster like this This Lakers team. <laughs> the amount of eyeball emojis yeah. about the Lakers I've seen the last week, too many. I can't wait for them to lose. Uh, secondary rat list, the Rockets. Similar cause to the 76ers. However, Kevin Porter Jr. says Rockets, quote-unquote, love playing Lakers. That's usually when we raise our intensity. And uh, then if you go to the NBA website and you look at the scores, uh, you would see, good God, Sam, my God. Damn, fumbling why, the bag. Why is this not loading? You would see <laughs> Lakers 134, Rockets 109. That's what you would see. So I'm you have ruined my Sunday. Rockets and NBA.com for not having that first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what do you expect from the Rockets though? Like, come on, <laughs> they're bad. <laughs> it's less about like losing and more about being, yeah, we really like think we can beat this team. Like, shut up. Yeah. That's why your coach hates you. Wait, the Rockets said we think we can beat this team. Yeah. They said we love playing them. Oh man. And, and then they said, this is Ken Moore Jr. Rockets love playing the Lakers. That's usually when we raise our intensity. Lose by 25. Tough. Very tough. Rockets are bad. Rockets need a reset. All right. You got any more rats? They need a reset, though. 
they, well, they need to like, have like a decent a young core. They coaching. need a coach. Yeah. A coaching is what I meant. All right. That's all the Rattlers I had, though. You got anything? No, I don't have anything else. Off the top all of my right. head, I don't. <laughs> we can call it. Yeah, we, we can, can call, call it. it. I mean, we did we did a good good show today. An hour? Hour and eight with uh, <laughs> yes, we did. with barely any Celtics to talk about. Mm. Now they're winning. It sucks because what are we going to talk about? <laughs> this is true. It's true, but all right, I'll do my two plugs for today. Subscribe to the YouTube if you haven't. We need three more to get to 300 now. We're at 297. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell? Dro- dropped off a clip. Everybody keeps on subscribing. Um, but sub sub to the YouTube channel. We appreciate it. Check us out on socials. Uh, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Go write a review. Land in any, any of the regulars. Make sure we see you in the Apple Podcast comments. Please. We'd appreciate it. Leave us a five-star. Hit the three dots on Spotify and leave a five-star. If you're not going to leave a five-star, go be mean to us in the YouTube comments. Thank you yeah, very much. I agree. Uh, looking to go see a Celtics game or another event? <laughs> Use promo code HBTC on SeatGeek to save yourself $20 on your first purchase. You can go see the Celtics. You can go see another sporting event. You can see a concert, comedy show. Uh, whatever else you want to go see, we'll help you go. $20 off HBTC at checkout. On top of that, we want to thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Like Jack said, leave a like, leave comments. I truly do love reading the comments. Uh, makes my day. On top of that, go to the A lot of comments in the last video. Shout out to you guys. Thank you. Yes, a lot of comments. I commented on one of the videos. There you go. (laughs) I said. There you go. Look at you go. What did I say? Uh, no the Celtics are back, and I put the clown emojis because we were saying they're back, <laughs> and then they went out and like punted against the Wizards. Fire! Yeah, oh yeah, the Wizards game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> but anyways, if you're on a streaming service, make sure you follow us. Leave a nice review, five stars. If you want more of us, at How About Them mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook is just the name of the podcast. On Facebook, you'll get all our pregame streams as well as on the YouTube and on the Heavy Celtics Facebook and the Heavy Celtics YouTube. You can follow Jack at Jackson NBA for all his great work at Celtics blog. And you can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA to see me reply to Jack and say his sweet his Oh my God. His tweets are scheduled. His tweets. <laughs> That's it for us. Bye.